Sports Spinal Erectors Exercise. So true. <laughs> Spine, right. That's such a funny name, Spinal Erectors, because it's funny because it's like erect penis. Like, yeah. Penis. Yeah. All right. That's that's the funny. Take sip of cum. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the current thing where it's never over and we're always back. True and real. True and real. I'm Wallace. I'm Mike. I'm Patrick, and we are on Twitter and Instagram at Current Thing USA. So join or die. Join or die. This is this is an order. That's somewhat order. that's somewhat serious. It's somewhat serious. We, we do we do a little trolling on the show, but sometimes we're very serious. We can't confirm or deny if you'll die. We can't confirm. It's no. in mine. It's in Minecraft. It's up in the air. It's in Minecraft. But we, we Wallace, what is the current thing this oh, week? Oh, the current thing. Um, I am excited for the screen people to tell me what I should be worried about this week. Well, the screen people today, I mean, it's always been about abortion. Last episode was about abortion. Um, and we have more abortion retarded takes. Ooh. Oh, oh boy. I love I love retarded takes on abortion. Um, this is from RCTV on Twitter. Um, Kamal Harris saying that uh, a, the Supreme Court has taken away a constitutional right to abortion. We'll go ahead and play the clip for you. Millions of women in America will go to bed tonight without access to the health care and reproductive care that they had this morning. Without access to the same health care or reproductive health care that their mothers and grandmothers had for 50 years. This is the first time in the history of our nation that a constitutional right has been taken from the people of America. Well, uh, <laughs> bro, read the Constitution. Bro, read. Can you, do you know what the law is? It's, <laughs> it's, it's not... It's just not real it's a fictitious right to privacy this, that yeah. hap- that was decided made up by judicial fiat and it's just become the catalyst for terrible judicial takes and now they're upset that they won't be able to murder their children i i would like to bring on kamala harris onto the show and we'll get Come a copy on. of the constitution we'll take and you. she can show me the penumbra or the clause that says you have a right to privacy mm-hmm. I will, I, you know, I will, like, I'll give her all my savings if she's able to show it to me. Offers out there. Offers out. Kamala come Harris, on. come on the current thing and defend yourself. Now, another defend thing, yourself. Another thing worth noting about our uh, lovely vice president, Miss Harris, is mm-hmm. um, Joker. She, she tends to be one of these people who's, like, my democracy at all times. So she, <laughs> so she, seems, to, she seems to be a fan of this sort of, uh, this sort of structure for our government. Mm-hmm. But like, well, here we have yeah. her. Here we have her endorsing a judicial coup of what should be the people and their representatives' right to make laws on yeah. the subject. I mean, honestly, the Supreme Court may have gone further and said and said that the right to life is violated when a baby is aborted. Mm-hmm. And honestly, mm-hmm. that I would have been perfectly happy with that ruling. Um, but like, what she's proposing is certainly not democratic. Yeah, it it, it certainly disenfranchises a huge number of would-be voters on the subject mm-hmm. who are, you know, adamantly opposed to the issue, ourselves included. But just ask one question. Why, why is it, I guess, what's the argument against simply allowing the states to make laws on abortion? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. The, the, a duly appointed Supreme Court has reinterpreted the Constitution and found out through legal discovery that there is no constitutional right to abortion, right? 
Yeah, this is the this is now settled law. They made a mistake with Roe v. Wade, right? And we know this, and the court knew this, and they decided to overturn it. You know, five to four, I think. Yeah. Um, but even so, classic. The, the overturning of Roe v. Wade was honestly the most democratic thing the Supreme Court could do. Supreme Courts argue, especially by people to the left, that it's an undemocratic institution and it needs more checks like term limits or packing the court. Mm-hmm. What the Supreme Court did by overturning Roe v. Wade was to give more power back to the people for the state, for the elected representatives to decide for themselves whether or not they were going to allow abortion. One issue that we've been seeing in the Supreme Court for years is this idea of the imperial jurist that the Supreme Court is legislating from the bench. They're unelected repres- un- they're acting like unelected representatives. And that is harmful to the checks and balances that were laid out by it's our not founders. Their place. Yeah. Exactly. It's not their place to make laws, it's to interpret the laws. So the fact that they're clutching their pearls and gnashing their teeth about this overturn of Roe v. Wade, it shows that they don't care about democracy. The term our democracy, whenever you see that, the term our democracy, Classic. it just it just means their oligarchy, their yeah. power, and that's how they get people. Yeah, our democracy, like, no. One, we're republic. Two, that those words mean nothing. There, it's it's a you you guys are you know it's a complete platitude. It's like a diatribe. You say, oh, we're trying to save our democracy, or or you no, know. you're not. You're just trying to murder babies. No, <laughs> you're that, not. that's it. It's like no, you're arguably doing something undemocratic by wanting the court to like dictate um, the stance on abortion for the whole nation. No, leave it to the states. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's more democratic that way anyway, so why do you care? Another you know? of the current things favorite politicians, uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren, mm. um, she went on the record recently um, proposing um, proposing that the federal government start performing abortions on federal lands. Why would she want to do that on our own native territory? Yeah, it's, it's so true, but also... She wants to kill Native Americans. Actually, okay, I didn't <laughs> well, say that. We do jokes, we do jokes, we do jokes here. But, but <laughs> it's a Minecraft. But this is a person who claims to care about institutions, and this is just another example where these principles ring completely hollow, these alleged yeah. principles anyhow. Democracy, institutions, they don't care if it stands in the way of, if it stands in the way of leftist power and the, and the Moloch. It's in the yeah. other, they have, these people have no scruples. You know, yeah. they're, they're, they, they talk a good game about our institutions, but... You know, if you actually bother to look it up, you know that mm-hmm. they don't they don't believe what they're saying. Like, really, watch, really? they're gonna get more angry. They're gonna get more vicious in their defense of abortion. Mm-hmm. Who knows what they're gonna propose next in these coming weeks about abortion? Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. may try. I mean, they tried to codify Roe, but they may just go even further and keep on trying and trying while they have power. And it's really it, it, it's sick to see what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. These are dark times in America. Truly, art. The thing is. As conservatives, it's really they, they say they care about democracy and institutions. No. We care about conservatives care about the republic and we care about institutions. That's yeah. why we want to rid this infection, you know, of um, of leftist ideology or liberal ideology, um, from them. Right? We care about those institutions, we care about the integrity of those institutions. Um we want to see them clean. Simple as that. And that's a good point you're bringing up, Wallace, the fact that we're not a democracy, we're a republic. The founders understood that democracy meant mob rule, mm-hmm. and they realized that as humans we have a fall in nature. It was Hamilton who said, I think every uh, politics major knows that if men were angels, then no government would be necessary, and that that's true. We are fallen as mankind, as a human race, 
And therefore, just letting us go and vote with no rationale and no really appeal to reason and appeal to logic, we just end up what we're dealing with now with arguments based in emotion and now with the, in mm. the case of the Supreme Court, judicial fiat. We have to, we have to essentially do a lot. We're going, we have to really, um, we have to, we have to be bold. We can't let them dominate the conversation. And I think with enough truth and enough vigor, I think we will eventually triumph over their ideas because their ideology is philosophically unstable and they will essentially implode on themselves. But how are our friends on the right doing? That's, that's what I really, what I care about. Friends on the right. Well, we got a lot of friends on the right, a lot of epic people coming up uh on the right i mean we got what masters um jd vance jd, JD vance. vance we love jd vance mm-hmm. um who else who else well i, don't, I can't think anthony of sabatini oh so yeah, true in yeah. florida i don't know i think even some people in elected right now um Edward. josh Hawley, andy biggs all Ron DeSantis in Florida. And Edward, Edward Durr out of the state of New Jersey. The truck driver. Ed Durr. The truck driver. But yes, yeah, so we have a lot of heavy hitters coming on the right, which is nice because the Republican Party has a pretty good idea of who they're going to run, unlike Democrats right now. Um, who will probably just like attach strings to Joe Biden. Well, you still, you saw that uh, the Kamal Harris said that she was absolutely going to be Joe Biden's running mate. And then she changed her language to if he runs yes. later. So there's still... A little there's hedging. A little hedging. A little hedging your bets You know, there. you didn't think we'd notice Kamala, but yeah. no, we, we, take notice. Notice, we take notice of these things. We're Careful, not as stupid as you Or think I'm going to spill the beans on your husband, Kamala. <laughs> we have it now. Okay, this is, this is a joke, all right? <laughs> we do tweet. not have dirt. It's a Trump tweet. <laughs> it's a Trump we, we, tweet. You can pull it up right there. It's a Trump yeah, tweet. Yeah, it was Trump right tweet. there. Good Trump tweet right there. Um, um, but speaking of Trump, speaking is he going to run? I hope he does. He I think he will. Run. He better run. <laughs> do we want him to run? That's the real question. Yes. The Trump redemption arc. This is where... Yeah, I know. I dark know. MAGA is imminent. <laughs> dark MAGA. A lot of people say a lot of things about Dark MAGA, but this is where Trump resurrects his legacy. Think about what happens. Okay, I know the the elephant in the room, obviously, is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, mm-hmm. who's obviously mulling yeah. it around. Um, mm-hmm. But think about it this way. If we allow our, our great president, Donald J. Trump, to lose in a primary to Ron DeSantis, and DeSantis assume, assumes the presidency... Um, what does this do to Trump's legacy? What does this do to the right? If Trump is seen as the mm-hmm. as just a guy who became president, tried running again, and got ousted by his own party, it entirely mm-hmm. it entirely delegitimizes the Trump movement yeah. and all that it stood for. So we gotta stick by our guy. We gotta, we have to be. Well, the thing is, he's the only guy. I at least the way I see it. Um, and people say like we can have Trumpism without Trump, right? I don't see that. Mm. I really don't see the. The sort of uh, you can have his policies without him, but you, you know can't Trump have had the X factor, all right. Yeah, he had that X factor, that panache, that panache, right? <laughs> it's like you 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 need Trump um, in Trumpism because the what what he represents, you know, he's you know he's he's vulgar, he's angry at these people, right? That have been screwing us over, and rightfully so. The way that the, Trump symbolizes the righteous anger of a disenfranchised American people that have been ignored way too long. And just simply cast him aside in favor of just like championing the same ideas, um, it's not going to work out. It just it, it seems really incongruent and disingenuous from the Republican Party um, if they if they if they choose to do this. So, I personally I'm a big I, I want Trump to run. I think he's the best um, candidate we can put forward. 
Um, not that DeSantis is bad necessarily. He he's done great things, yeah, but yeah. historically great governor. Mm-hmm. Like, he deserves right. a lot of a lot, a lot of support. Not necessarily over President Trump though. President Trump's Trump still has the energy in the movement. People mm-hmm. in the GOP are still looking to him. Just think about his endorsements in these primary races. His endorsements carry a lot of weight. So far that people in primary races, they rely on these races to beat their competition. Trump is the standard bearer of the GOP. The people on the right, they need to accept that. And it's a good thing, too. It's a good thing that he is the standard bearer for the right. He represents, as you were saying, Wallace, the forgotten middle-class American. Mm -hmm. That's why he won in 2016. That's why he beat people like Jeb Bush and Marco Rubio, who were seen as establishment-type figures. Trump coming out of nowhere, the non-establishment guy, that's why he won. Mm -hmm. We need to and like what you were saying, with that redemption arc. He had so many things planned out in his first administration, but he was halted by his own people, people in his cabinet, people in Congress. They halt, like for example, they halted border wall funding. The wall probably could have been done by the end mm-hmm. of 2020, but it's because they stopped the funding of it early on in his presidency and then funded it later. That's what really hurt Trump in the long run. And the fact, yes, he didn't do it. He was basically banking on winning on 2020 to finish the rest of his promises. And COVID, too. COVID just messed up his entire presidency. He needs this. And I think as a country, we need this. And the people still like him. No matter what you hear from the never-Trumpers and the people, the talking heads on the left-wing media, people still like Trump. Why do people like him? Because he speaks his mind. He speaks to the people. He really is like a poet, if you really think about it. Even even e- even his tweets. Throw him out there with even, e- even his like tweets about like the the Kim Jong Un tweet that he has a big red button. He's, he's a Twitter and, poet. Like, he's a Twitter poet. That speaks volumes. Little rocket man. That I mean, that we can't really. I guess we. I guess the American people can comprehend, but the more academic conservatives are like, how how disgusting, well, simple, how unprofessional. Right? He just like make America great again. Mm-hmm. That's simple, easy to follow. Just make America better. Let's bring it back. That speaks more to people than any policy that can put out by an establishment candidate. Mm-hmm. And we all love Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Ron so DeSantis true. is so doing true. a great yeah, job awesome. in Florida. Governors should be looking up to Ron DeSantis for how they should run their red states. But this is Trump's movement. And mm-hmm. DeSantis, I personally believe, would be better off finishing up his term mm-hmm. as governor in Florida so we can have that power still in Florida and power on the state level. And then when Trump is done, DeSantis can take over once he's been properly groomed for the role. Right, yeah. So we need we need power in local and state institutions. Because that's where, in terms of what affects your day-to-day life, it's local law. Yeah. Local law affects most of what you, like, the law that is relevant to... Um, just living right it's a very important that we get control of um of state institutions even people like uh even people like youngkin right yeah he's not he's not the most conservative definitely right but but he's there and he, and he made a and he made a, he had a big win and he's um he's at least pushing things in the right direction that's what yeah. we need we need people that are gonna that are willing to push things in the in the right direction you know youngkin he's in i know i understand he's in he's in virginia and he's got a lot of people to police right because it's divided state. Yeah. It's, it's pretty it's pretty close. But yeah. Um, problem is Republican governors, they can't like Glenn Youngkin. Let's take Glenn Youngkin. He won on the cultural issues and he's been his first term has been 
pushing forward ideas in the culture war. Mm -hmm. And he's been successful in doing that. And he's pretty popular. Granted, he's not all that conservative, but he's in a blue state. That's a good example of a Republican governor in a blue state. Mm -hmm. Take Larry Hogan, the governor of Maryland. He's in a he's in a blue state, but the guy's a rhino. Like mm -hmm. a he under he, he undermines conservatives nationally. He does. You, he's he, a liability. He just party. talks about he spews the same leftist premises that people in the media promote. He doesn't really stand by any real solid conservative principles, but he still flaunts that R. He still says like I'm a Ronald Reagan conservative, but he <laughs> but he puts in these policies that are not. Mm -hmm. inherently right wing at all like for example you can really tell how conservative someone is with who they voted for in the 2020 election 2020 the most contentious election in the modern era arguably the most important election in the modern era there were republicans that didn't vote for trump larry hogan wrote in ronald reagan george w bush wrote in condolina rice i know people i know people who who are republicans who voted for joe biden because trump was he was too mean in the first debate. He's too mean on Twitter. That, 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 that is the that is the mindset of it's conservatives shallow. that is baseless and going to have us lose. So Republicans can learn a lot from both DeSantis and Trump. But if we're going to think about who is going to lead this party in 2024, Trump is the only man for the job. Not DeSantis. Not yet. Not yet. Ron DeSantis. Run in 2028. Please do. Guys, just you're, do just stay, just stay, stay, stay in Florida. You know? Do what you do. Stay in Florida. Maybe, maybe VP if, if, yeah. if, yeah. if we see maybe, it. Maybe you VP. Exactly. If you're VP, then you're groomed for the role because you get four years yeah, of being in an executive bear. office. And then, bam, you can have eight years of DeSantis. DeSantis and, I don't know, DeSantis and Hawley. Just have, the, mm. have that there for you. And mm. I think that would be a great win for the conservative. Perfectly fine. But we also have to be careful because mm. if it's a Trump-DeSantis primary – that may just destroy the yeah. party. It might, it might, it, it would basically tear the movement asunder. Yeah. Um, a point, a point I want to make too is that when establishment Republicans hate on Donald Trump because he's sloppy or because he's, you know, he says things that they wouldn't say, this is truly just an expression of their hatred for their own voters, for yes. their own base. Mm -hmm. You know what they don't like about Trump. They could say for the boomer in uh, the the boomer who's you know going off about uh, about immigrants or whatever. Every everything that would apply to why they dislike Trump applies to their own voters. These are people who don't like the run of the mill Republican. As far as um, like the Republican you meet at a county fair, or Republican yeah. mm -hmm. like they don't actually like these people. And the sooner we recognize that, the sooner we can actually make mm -hmm. change and get rid of these people who have such disdain for the people there they're obligated to represent like yeah he's he, yeah he's crass and you know he's you know he says mean things on twitter but yeah i mean if the american people could could fully express uh what they truly think about the politicians in washington they would probably be something like trump yes it would be angry because they've been screwed that these people have been basically you know playing uh political point scoring games for the past what 20 years or mm -hmm. hell you can argue like even longer it'll go than that but um trump is their voice trump is a, he, the, his expression of anger and his and his kind of uh crass demeanor he's down to, he's just like me <laughs> he's just like me yeah, for so real true. so true yeah. exactly he's just it's like a just it's like a um it's just like me or ryan gosling character the ryan or, gosling or the or the, the um middle american yeah, person yeah. right so true yeah, think about think about this too um, these politicians that have such disdain for their own base, who are they propping up? I love Ron DeSantis, but 
they're kind of getting behind him. Yeah. I think he's a little fishy. I and know. I think we, I think we ought to look a little bit at that and, and start questioning why that's the case. Be cautious. Now, or as Ronald Reagan said, you got to trust but verify. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we can trust Ronald or trust Ron DeSantis, but we have to make sure he's our guy. Mm-hmm. But speaking of our guys. <laughs> there are a lot of guys who are coming over into our border who oh, necessarily boy. are not for us. I think there's a I word for them. I think I they're know. called something illegals? like illegals, bad hombres. You mean undocumented, aliens, undocumented immigrants? Whatever you want to call them, <laughs> so, whatever you want to call them, um, they're coming to our border, and our border is in complete crisis right now. Um, according to the Washington Post, uh, U.S. border arrests rose to a record high in May. So. We're off. To, we're off, we're do, we're doing a great thing with Joe Biden's presidency. You know, we're we're just Open letting borders. in everything. You know, let them all in. Imagine there's you know. no people. Right? Imagine. Imagine it's hard, but you can do. Actually, it's not hard. No, I don't have right to imagine at all. Have, that's you the beauty imagine. of it. It's happening. Look at the, 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 the uh, <laughs> no border. A staple of a nation is sovereignty, and Joe Biden has essentially erased all semblance of United States sovereignty. Our borders are wide open. They're bringing in, as Trump said, they're bringing in drugs. They're bringing in violence. They're bringing in rapists. They're not sending their best. And this has been happening for a long time now. Even something simple as building a wall would have been effective in curbing this onslaught of illegal immigrants coming into this country, not assimilating, disrupting the culture, voting only for Democrats. This is not healthy for society. It's n- not a good sign. Mm-hmm. It's not healthy especially, for especially when yeah. the natural population of the United States are the birth rates are down. So they keep on importing these illegal immigrants mm-hmm. to fill the roles of the average American. What do you think that's going to do to the mm-hmm. nation? It's going to divide. It, it's, it's going to basically transform it into something that's unrecognizable, which is what we're having now. And this, where is the law? Where is the law and order? The most simple thing of defending your border is not being enforced. Think about all the stories you hear of the border patrol agents who are overwhelmed at the border, or they go and you see the footage. It's it's heartbreaking because you see these kids who are being brought in by human traffickers, probably getting raped along the way. The coyotes that are bringing them over are raping a lot of times these young women. And you see this footage of like these little children are like crying because they're lost, they're confused, they're getting manipulated by these uh, coyotes so that way they can get in by just showing that they have a child and that the board, you know, people feel sympathy for that. It's, it's sick. It's mm-hmm. sad because it, not only are we getting hurt, but these people are getting hurt as well. And then they get thrown into the United States and then they basically have free reign. Screws over law-abiding Americans. Yeah. Now these illegals get preferential mm-hmm. treatment. I mean, in Jersey, for example, they can have driver's license. It's, so, it's... so now they have their own form of ID. They basically mm-hmm. blend in, but they're not Americans. They don't care about America. They care about their whole nation. If they cared about America, they would have came here legally. And it's so wrong, in my opinion, that they're using like children and women as shields um, for mm-hmm. what is in reality. We all know this. Mostly men. Um, yeah. Just pouring across the border they're using women and children as shields and they're aware of this mm-hmm. and they know that it's a it's a pr weapon to to use against people on the right mm-hmm. who um do in fact support law and order on the border um, it's yeah it's, it's it's really simple we um, have to call for what it is and it's an invasion it's it is an invasion and it's an invasion by a foreign nation and the only way you stop an invasion well, is yeah, the mexican act. president made some comments about like <laughs> like literally just like flooding the u.s with, that's that's yeah. that's what he's yeah. been saying for 
many years now, this this essentially their reconquista after to get back the territory they lost in the Mexican American War. They're still mm-hmm. very angry about. But that. like, uh, but like at the end of the day, it's just it's a it's a sad state of affairs because we. We're, the people in charge of this country have gotten so greedy that they want to import poor people to um, to replace uh, our declining birth rate, right? Yeah, it's that's not that's not a that's not the way you fix the problem. The way you fix the problem is you get the birth rates up, right? Surely, mm-hmm. and hopefully, Roe being overturned might fix a little bit of that. I would hope, but I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of nuance to that. But um, importing a bunch of uh, importing a bunch of like very impoverished, very sad people is not going to make our nation any better. No. It's not. We have problems at home that we need to fix. We don't need more people coming to join our anguish. <laughs> we need we need to fix the country. And the first thing we have to do is make a country with borders that you yeah. enforce. And you know what? Like, there, there are arguments you made about legal immigration, too. But at least start there. Keep it legal and for now. Yeah. And, there's, and we can talk about, like, how much we're going to take in and who we're going to take in. Fine. First things first, it, it restore law and order at the border. It's that it's pretty it's it's a pretty simple ask, um, yeah, and Democrat politicians talk a lot about how immigrants when they come to the U.S. they create a parallel economy that is supposed to boost the American GDP and so forth. Why do we want a parallel economy? Why parallel? Yeah, why, why not have our economy? <laughs> why don't they I have our economy? Because when we have one, people talk about division in this country. When we have people, two groups of people going to going to different grocery stores, going to different businesses. Um, knowing different people, this isn't a path towards unity. It's 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 a complete side. It's a cleft country. So and you know you know what the saddest part is. What? When was the last time or you go somewhere, go to Walmart or you go to I don't know, Seven Eleven. Do you see stuff written in Spanish? Yeah, you do. Why right. in a Western nation do we cater so much right. to? Well, an English nation, like, right? Like, why like do we English why do we cater language. so much to a Spanish nation? We have our roots in England, in the English. Mm-hmm. We have our national so, identity. So why do why do we have to cater to them? Why can't they cater to us? They're coming to our country. When in Rome, and, right? And, and mm-hmm. they don't they don't feel like they have to learn our language. I think my my family came here. They came here from Italy. They took the time. They took the effort to learn English. Did they speak Italian at home? Yeah, but when they, they became Americans, and that's mm-hmm. part of being an American, is that you have to become one. Mm-hmm. You have to assimilate to our culture, to our values. And that's what these people are not doing. You go down different roads in New York, D.C., uh, California is basically like Mexico 2.0. And you see, it's like Mexico. that Everyone's speaking Spanish, everything in Spanish, the cuisine is all Mexican. And people are going to say, well, that's just the beauty of the melting pot. Is it the beauty of the melting pot when America is just unrecognizable? Yeah, Where so is our country? It's really, it's, it's, it's really quite simple. English is the language of the United States. Everyone, everyone knows this. There's a lot of coping exercises. Like, yeah. it's not the official. There's no official language oh, in the United States. It's not like we spoke. Like, anything. dude, you're not fooling anybody. It's English, right? And they, and, they, and they when you come here, when you come to Rome, you do as the Romans do. It's really that simple. It's just a matter of respect for your host nation because you came here. You maybe you were maybe you were you were unsatisfied with, with the living conditions in your country. You wanted to come to America, right? But you have to. There's a respect that needs to be had there, right? Where you're coming to America, you're coming to Americans' turf. So uh, we can't have what's called hyphenated Americanism. Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah. Hi, we, you are you are not 
African American, Hispanic American, Asian American, just American, just That's an American, it. and you take you take the oath and you make it and you take it seriously, right? That's what we need, um, and we're not going to have it when uh, thousands upon thousands of people are pouring across our border unmitigated, and our border patrol is completely overwhelmed. It's not going to happen because you're not you're, we're not taking the time to go through the, the procedures of legal immigration, of um, and certainly or certainly the volume is also. Um, too much when it comes to illegal because you don't have time to actually Americanize these people at all. Mm-hmm. Samuel P. Huntington, um, I think he, in uh, in Clash Civilizations, in his book in the '90s, I think he was he was predicting that America would come what's called a cleft country, right? Uh, a kind of like divide within itself, yeah. right? And we're seeing a lot of that today. He's been totally vindicated. Um, now, but probably not. Um, there's there's still a way to get back, but um, it's just simple. It's you have to put a moratorium on legal immigration and legal immigration and that's not an unpopular opinion americans do want a a drastic decrease Mm -hmm. in immigration in all sorts because when you have an overflow of people just coming into the nation and the replacement rate of the average american citizens is below is very is decreasing you're not going to have the same nation it's just drastically going to change you can't take mm-hmm. Italy and replace it all with French people and still think it's Italy. It's not. It's going to change. And mm-hmm. that's what's happening to our country. It's getting subverted from within. So just stopping the border and you can stop the mm-hmm. flow of drugs that's coming in. You can stop the sex trafficking that's happening. And think about this. This kind of went under the radar, but a couple weeks ago, George Bush granted our thoughts on him. He was almost assassinated outside his house because a disgruntled Middle Eastern man wanted to kill him as a way to get revenge for the invasion of Iraq. The fact that as a country, a former president was almost killed at his house because a guy went through the border. By by a disgruntled foreign national. That that tells how bad the situation is. That's the the pathway we're going. And if we want to be a nation, we have to be serious about laws. And I think securing the border is the best way to go about it. And there's not much Republicans can do from the minority. But I think, assuming we uh, retake Congress in the 2022 elections, I think the first step has to be to impeach and remove um, Secretary Mayorkas at yes. the very least. If you're not mm-hmm. willing to do that to Biden, do it to Mayorkas yes. to prove that there's a political price to be paid if you choose to not enforce our laws, to allow a system of complete anarchy to thrive at the U.S.-Mexico yes. border. It's true. It's, yeah. it's the opposite of patriotism, and Mayorkas needs to pay a political price. The simple oh, fact is that we need to we need to Americanize the people that are already here that haven't been properly you know uh, assimilated yeah. assimilated into the culture right. We have to look if we, if you continue to import a bunch of people from foreign nations and we don't have the proper time to Americanize them if we care about our national identity which we all do um, at least in some way right it, whether it's superficially or you care about it actually um, we have to Americanize people we can't we can't. Um, allow these micro divisions in our society. It never holds. Yeah. In in in, in all of history, these having you know distinct micro divisions in culture, and in a nation, um, rarely works out. It rare, it rarely it rarely spells anything for stability. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's simple, right? We just need to slow the flow of people down, or stop it, or whatever, right? Just and, stop. Or stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. Just stop. That's what I meant to say. You got, we gotta we gotta just stop for now, like. For do not how come. many years do, do not, not come, come. do That's not come quote our you're not gonna come mm-hmm. right you can't do, do not, not come. come okay <laughs> if you're not listening to, to kamala listen to me okay so true. come on yeah. just 
we're working on it. We're working on our country. Please don't come in. Plus, trust your kids are gonna be gay. Like, do you want that? Do you want your kids to like? You guys are Catholic, right? Like, you know, like you're a largely Catholic country. Do you want your kids to be indoctrinated into like drag queen story hour? No, no. Uh-uh. no. That's what that's what's waiting for you in the good old United USA. Sta- United States, we got come to us. We have anal sex promoted anal sex. for your children. Mm. Oh, and Kamala, we know you're listening after our last shout out. We did quote you there, and that was out of admiration because we mm-hmm. want you on the show. Do not come. Uh, those, that's offer, my favorite thing you've said. The offer still stands. <laughs> offer still stands, of course. Come defend yourself. Show us the abortion right. The Constitution, and I will and talk about immigration and talk about immigration too. Why are you? We want Kamala Harris on this show. Is she secretly based telling people do not come? Mm. Is she secretly pro immigration? I don't know. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden is secretly Catholic. I mean, Roe v. Wade is overturned on his watch, and he just appointed uh, some judge to a lower court. I think it was in uh, Arkansas uh, that was very uh, pro life. I don't know if it's Arkansas. I feel like Dixiecrat Biden is hiding in there somewhere, (laughs) just trying. He's like, he's like being like, it's like. He, he wants to like he wants to say so many bad things about Moore and he's so bad. It's like Dixie Crap Biden is like raging inside his head. <laughs> we don't endorse Dixie Crap Biden either. So no, we, we want this guy out, whichever rendition of him it may be. Of course, yeah. But you know what time it is? No, no. It's that time. It's your favorite time. Uh, what is the man-made horror? That man-made horror. Beyond my comprehension. This is man-made horror bomb comp. Beyond my back, Beyond our comprehension, where. We simply look at the state of the world and what our future holds for us. Woo! Um, today we have we have just a great, a great, a great thing that Amazon has given us. We love Amazon. We love Jeff Bezos. I love big corporations. I love big corporations that act as soft power. I love oil lobbies. I love Amazon. I love big tobacco. I love Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. He's wholesome. Elon Musk is epic. I want him to put a. Brain, I wanted like to put a, a chip in my brain. In my brain. I want Bill Gates to like. I want to go into the. I want to live in the metaverse. I, like I just want to be. You just give me the food and water. I just want to live in the metaverse. <laughs> anyway, the owner of the Washington Post. He is something revolutionary for us. Dare I say? Mm, yes, of course. So, Amazon uses Alexa to revive dead relatives' voices from PC oh, Mag. Nice. That's Apparently good. People wanted this. this, this there we go. Yeah. This so, so what, what it does basically is it takes a, a, a sample of audio. From like a dead relative or whoever and um you can have it mimic the voice of that relative oh that's, that's nice. a little creepy one not uh, really and two um i don't who was asking for this were there people actually asking for this like i want this in my life oh, did, didn't our man kanye west didn't he for one of kim kardashian's birthdays like bring back her dad through ai to... oh that's yeah, yeah that that's, that's we love you kanye but that was not the right look move, you can I talk mean. to your dead relatives when they're in heaven okay please don't make a a horrible like ai rendition of them well that's that's the state of our society people are afraid of death mm-hmm. people are afraid to die because we've adopted this secular understanding of life and we think that when we die, that's it, lights out. So that's why that's why I get all these like left wing atheists who just engage in the most debauched mm-hmm. thing, anything that brings them pleasure, because they don't think that there's something waiting for them in the afterlife. So they think like live for today, for tomorrow we die. So then we, then we so, can talk to them through Amazon yeah, Echo. Exactly. So <laughs> They, they just want to experience some sort of relationship with the people who are gone. So they just go into these, frankly, 
scary ways of talking to their dead relatives by essentially just surrendering any dignity or any humanity that their relatives had and their family members had and just computerizing them, compartmentalizing them into the hands of a company that's just so goal is to make money. Whenever you see a relative that's dead, like you dead, you go to the funeral, it's a very sad moment because you're saying goodbye to this person that's been in your life for so long. And then, you know, you go and you're at peace and you're at peace knowing that they are somewhere else and hopefully that they are knowing peace. Mm -hmm. Why would you want to bring that back? Why would you want to bring the grieving back? You're not bringing this person back in the way that is fit. Essentially, let the dead stay dead. Right, let the dead rest. You don't like, need. You don't need to uh, clone a dead relative's voice. And what's even conversation going to have? Is it authentic? Is it real? Bro, if, if I start no. hearing from from like my passed on relatives that they want to sell me something on Amazon, yeah. that's the moment I'm shucking that thing out the window. Yeah, to get out. Like, if you, if you, like you shouldn't have an Amazon to be. One, with. don't get an Alexa because it's a wiretap. So, <laughs> two, like, don't mimic don't, your dead don't relatives. Don't put it. Don't let them hear your dead relative, or don't let them hear. This is like it's like just borderline take, satanic shit. Honestly, just take it. Take your hammer. Just smash it. It's. Well, I, oh, I'm sorry you can't play your music by using Oh, no, voice. I can't tell my wiretap to ask me the recipe for pancakes, bro. Just look at the throw internet it at out. your disposal. Come throw on. out your wiretap, please. How lazy are you that you need to say these things out loud to a so machine? True. We're talking We're to someone in the audience that has one of these things. Just like, throw it out. Oh, throw but it it's out. cool. I can talk to if, Siri. If, and, if you oh. record yourself, smashing your Alexa will put up on the show. We'll put it up. We'll put it up right Smash there. an ex-Alexa that you own, and we will post it. <laughs> we will post it. True so, and real. The gimmick isn't worth it, guys. Hindsis. Please. It's not it's 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 right out of Black Mirror. It's just yeah. it's it's horrible. It's literally nineteen. You better start believing in cyberpunk dystopias, because you live in one. Yes. So <laughs> Yeah, um I don't know, who would you talk to first? Dead. I would relative. probably like to talk to the demon of Woodrow Wilson, so I can basically <laughs> like yell at him for uh leading this country down a terrible path. Who would you guys true, talk to? True. I don't know. Hmm. I probably talked to the guy who was piloting the Mayflower and told him to turn back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's, it's all like that's it fair. all. Let, trust the, like, me, let, let the natives just hang out. Like trust me, it it doesn't work out. It doesn't. <laughs> just stay in Europe. You know, I don't know. Be English. Stop being Puritan or whatever. I don't know. Stop. Yeah, if, Stop. I'm, if I'm talking submit to Rome, submit. If I'm talking to an Amazon rendition of someone, I want to like solve some mysteries or something. So I'm talking like. I want. I'd like to speak to like the Zodiac Killer. See, mm. why do you want Ted Cruz is alive? Oh, okay. I was yeah, it's stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any any one of these uh, any one of these unknown uh, these unknown quantities. Uh, if if I if I'm gonna take if I'm gonna use one of oh, these oh, one of these Epstein, evil, are you kidding me? Oh, oh true. Oh, true. Oh, oh, like, dude, who unless was in that book? Unless who was in that book? Unless he's alive because he didn't kill himself. Or Tupac, or I don't know. Uh, I'm, talk, I'm talking to Epstein. That's that's the Elvis. That's talk. talk to Elvis. That's a pretty. This guy's a big Elvis. I mean, I'm a big Elvis fan. Big Elvis I don't know. I, the, there's not really a mystery behind Elvis though. Like the, the 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 theory that he's alive still is kind of a giant cope. As much as I love the guy, but yeah, yeah. I want I want I want want to hear the truth from uh, from Mr. Epstein. So, well, I think that's that's it from that's today. a wrap the for today. Current, the current yeah. things are still happening and we're going to be here to report it so make sure you follow us on instagram and twitter at the current thing usa share this podcast with everyone you know give it a five-star review help us grow Mm -hmm. and we'll be seeing you in the next one